Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the amateur golfer. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we recap a recent round at Poppy Hills and discuss a recent course renovation. Also, we unpack the Mickelson news and speculate how he can repair his relationships with the tour, the fans, and his peers. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back to the Sandy Pars Podcast. I am your host, Randy Durange. I'm joined by my co-host, Ryan Munoz. Yes, sir. Episode 58. Um, super excited to be back a little bit later than normal. Um, we had a great weekend down in uh, the Santa Cruz area. Um, got to play a couple rounds down there myself. Yep. Um, figured we'd touch on a little bit of uh, the big news this week of Phil... Mickelson not playing the Masters, a little touch on the WGC, and then we'll finish with some with some gambling talk and our up and down as we normally do. Um, first and foremost, wanted to jump in and just say, fantastic weekend playing golf. Uh, we played at Poppy Hills. Yep. We were the second tee time out there. It was me, Jack, and, uh, and Avery. Mm-hmm. Had a fantastic time. We were behind a twosome that we didn't see after the third hole. Uh, teed off into a wall of fog at 7.40 in the morning. Um, and I hadn't played that course since we had the the, the pounding at that at the Poppy. Pa- the, yes. Um, where you and I just absolutely I believe that smoked. was the last time I've played there as well. Yeah. So I was super excited to see the course. They've done a bunch of renovations uh, in the last few months. And I was going to say, for reference, that would be almost two years ago that we that we played there last. That's week, right. right. So about about uh, 16 months or something like that. Right. Our games were completely different then. Yeah. Um, and I just found... Uh, and also, we t- we must have teed off from uh, hole 10, or they must have switched the order. Well, they've been doing a lot of stuff out there right. in those years, right? Right. Um, because I know distinctly that we went and teed off. We drove through the parking lot, went, a- went under the tunnel... Mm-hmm. And teed off over there. Yeah. Because I remember um, the second or third hole, that playing it that way was uh, distinct. I just remember what ha- what had happened there. It was that one that looks like it slopes back to front. Yes, if that you little la- par three, right? Uh, no, this one is a, I think it's a par four. And you hit, if you land it on the front of the green, it still rolls off the back despite it looking coming from back to front. And so I just remember when we were, when we were teeing off, I was like, I thought this was a different, like a different yeah, order. Yeah, yeah, So, um or maybe they just had us tee off on on ten that day for some particular reason, um, but either way, uh, it was great. The course is in absolutely great shape. They just redid um, the second <laughs> the second green and the seventh green, um, and they also redid the uh, practice green. And I'm not sure if you remember the practice green. But it had like a huge ridge through the middle of it. Yes. And so it was yes, really hard to putt on on like if you want to do any lag putting up there, you were kind of screwed yeah. because you couldn't get you couldn't put anything downhill really. And reading through the changes that they made, talking to some of the folks there, what they did is on those two greens, two and seven, they essentially did the same thing. Mm-hmm. They took out uh, a dramatic undulation that they had out there so that they can one increase the playability, and then two they have different pin placements so the greens don't get so worn out in Mm -hmm. certain areas i had a feeling that it was playing a little bit easier yeah even though we played from the blues which i thought well we're just going to get smoked playing that from that distance i think i'm pretty sure we played from the whites last time well Uh, they got so many goddamn tees out there they have a ton um 
Exactly right. And so play, um, it was. It still played great. Is it still the like single poppy and two poppy system of yes. teeing? They added, or at least we didn't notice last time, they have the tournament tees. So they have the little NCGA yeah, yep. uh, logo, logo on them. And then they still have the the Bobby Jones tees. And those are the ones that are way, 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 way back. back. Yeah, and uh, I'll never see those. So, yeah. And so they added... On top of adding or, or adjusting those two greens, they built new tee boxes that are further back. So essentially, they elongated the course at the expense of easing easing up the greens because mm-hmm. those greens are so damn difficult to read to read out there. Um, I mean, even Jack was having trouble reading those greens, and he's actually dude. It's tough. It's it, yeah. I recall that course just being hard and kind of a grind. Um. I, I, I don't think, like you said, our games have changed a lot since then, so I would love to go out there and play and see what's different. But I just recall um, not even specifically the last round, even the times before playing that, uh, just a grind, right? Yeah. Um, finding some trouble in the the trees off the tee there out in the forest is and it's not a good place to be. There's, there's ample pine straw out there to hit off of. Oh, my God. Um, lots of trees. Uh, I didn't find my in, in the the first round that we played. So we ended up playing thirty six. Yep. We finished, nice little Friday. It was awesome. We finished uh, by eleven twenty or something like that, and we just made the call. And you know how Jack is. Jack was in there asking after nine holes, and then when we're done after eighteen, making sure that you know, hey, we got a time. We got a time. And I guess I guess some folks didn't show up, so we got in. Uh, at uh, twelve twenty or something like that, so we ha- we lingered around for enough time to get a bite to eat, get something to drink, roll a couple putts, and then we were right back at it. So nice, great day. Um, played really well on the first round. I uh, the first the very first hole, like I said, drove into a wall of fog and I couldn't find my ball because it only went fifty yards and I couldn't see it anymore. Yeah, so I ended up double bogeying that hole. And then from that point on, um, I I hit I think every green in regulation up until hole nine, which is that par five. To yeah, where nine's it, a pain. Yeah, nine. So like you hit your first shot and it's like you know normal flat area, but the second shot is what's tricky because it has that ravine yep. that goes in front of the the green there. And then there's just monstrous bunkers, monstrous bunkers. The green. And then even if you lay up, it's a a steep hillside shot mm-hmm. into the green. Yeah. So on that one, with the monstrous bunkers. Yep, on that one, I hit a, a great drive, great second shot to where I was at the base of that hill, um, and had just a, a wedge in, knocked it right on the green. But I was uh, a little bit, uh, I was a little bit further away, and I didn't see a ridge behind the hole. Ended up four putting on there. Oh, so I got a double bogey there. Oh, the four jack. So other than those two double bogeys on the rest, the rest of the hole, the rest. Uh, of of the holes there um that was four over so i shot three over for the rest of the holes there nice it was uh probably the best put together round i've ever had uh the only ball i lost like i said was on the first the first tee into the fog that's that that shouldn't even get counted against i, I know but foggy when, but i, I got gotcha. you when it's the very first one you're like i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to uh stain the round by yeah, not yeah. No, no 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 i i completely i hear you but yeah, so I mean, really, just took took away the left side, um, hit some really great shots, had a couple birdies. Uh, Should have made. I mean, those greens are so tough to read. I eased, I had probably four or five other birdie opportunities. So I mean, I was playing. I was playing very solid. Uh, 
finished. I think I even finished with a birdie on 18 on 18 par five. Yes. And then the final, I famously left a ran an Eagle putt way past that hole oh, and then yeah. ended up three putting for par there. Uh, yes. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and then the, the second 18, I think it was like hole three or four. I was like, Oh my God, I'm starting to get tired. You know, you're out there. Yeah. I don't, I was just thinking ahead to Bandon dunes going out there and playing 36 holes for four straight days. It's going to be, it's going to be tough. Yeah, that's a lot. Four straight days. I would advise uh, you not to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would maybe do 36 holes every other day. And, yeah. and if you can, like, you know, or I know they got like short courses and stuff out there. They stuff do. like that, right? So try to stack in, you know, get getting in like their little par threes and stuff. But yeah, that'll that's going to be tough on the body. I wonder, like, I, I wonder if there will be a day where I'm just, I'm just like, I don't want to. I'm good. I'm good off of this round or something like that where I'll bow out. But the plan is right now to play every course that's there in the time that we're there, which is like four or five days. Mm -hmm. So, um, but overall incredible day. I mean, I had so much fun just hanging with, with Ave and, and Jack. Yeah, he had a blast, dude. Thank you guys. Um, he, he had a great time. Um, did you get to play at all this week? Get to practice? Uh, I did not. I did not play. I, I got a little range session in on Thursday at Stanford, which was fun. Um, that was about it. It's, but uh, yeah, it was a good practice session. I think for myself, it's just being able to trust my my practice session when I get over to the course. I right. can't seem to to do that quite yet, but uh, it's okay. I know I'm, I'm kind of on the path. I actually had a really great practice session. Shout, shout out to the old dude at Stanford. He and I, we were both dropping bombs and we're faced, I'm lefty, he's righty, so we're facing each other. And then we're like looking at each other's drives, you know, like <laughs> yeah, when yeah. you're driving, right? And like, damn, hitting this shit out of it, right? And yeah. then we're looking at each other's drivers and he looks at me, he's like, nice, Sim Max, Ventus Shaft. I was like, Yes, indeed. <laughs> Max Ventus shaft. So then we hit it off with that, and then me and this dude just started basically playing holes out there and bullshitting the whole time, picking flags, driving to them, and just like hitting wedge shots afterwards. It was it was really fun. Oh, um, awesome. It, it was like Palo Alto Avery out there, you know, <laughs> like this dude. I could tell he knew like everyone at the range to the fucking mayor out there. So, uh, but it was a good time, good practice session. Uh, speaking of Avery, he had he had the. The, the mini driver and and the normal driver oh, yeah. out there. It was that's a, that's a classic <laughs> move right there. <laughs> My favorite part is when he's like, hey, and he like points like he wants you to see it. Like, hey, I'm not, I'm not playing the normal driver right now. I'm playing going with I'm going Got with the, the short mini one. driver. <laughs> he pumped a few out there with that thing too. Um yeah, but overall great weekend. Um yeah, I got to get out there and play it, check it out again. Um, it's been a while, and it's nice to go back and try to get some redemption at tracks that you've played poorly at. Yeah, I mean, and then the co the course is just absolutely plush. You know, yeah, it's a Pebble Beach golf property, yeah. so it's it's exactly what you would expect. Exactly. Um, should we get into a little bit of PGA here? Yeah. Big news of the week: Phil Mickelson not playing, not playing in the, the Masters. Masters. Uh, the reigning PGA champion, three-time winner at Augusta is not going to play. What it's pretty thoughts? sad, man. Um, I'm very disappointed. You know, however you feel about Phil and this whole little, you know, controversy type thing. Mm -hmm. um, he's fun to watch, dude. And, be, yeah. you know, people want to watch him play at Augusta. Like, it, it's, even, it, it's been even better the past few years with the, the you know, 
the hellacious seeds and yeah. bombs, right? I, I, like the video's coming down, but uh, what a if, you, if you're a golf fan, man, you're bummed because mm-hmm. um, he's a past champion. He's still got game. We obviously know he can win a major at the, you know his age and it, with the the current playing level, he did it last year. So yep. uh, it's it's a bummer. Everyone everyone loses with this. I feel like um, whether you know again, regardless of how you fall on whether you think he's an asshole, etc. It's just. I don't know. To me, it's it's kind of sad. It doesn't. I don't know. I I think he wants to play. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. You know, I was, like, was going to ask. It's you. not like he's injured. What does he gain from not playing versus playing? So I I don't know. I'm I'm. It's it's, it's odd to me. Um, but whatever. I was going to ask like, who do you think made this decision? Do you think it was Phil? Did Augusta call him and say, "Hey, man, like you're a little bit you know radioactive right now. Stay away." Uh, did his team make the decision for him? I did doubt it was Augusta because let's be real, they they're not the you know the staple of progression. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and so I don't I don't think they were that perturbed by Phil's, you know there's some investors uh, yeah, in the Saudi yeah, yeah, golf yeah, league. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they were that are members there perturbed by Phil's behavior. So. I don't know. Um, it, I would almost think it's someone from his camp, an agent or a publicist or something, and just uh, I don't know. I would. I think the total opposite. You know, if I was in his camp, I would say go out there and just be you, be thumbs up, and people fucking try a flop shot every day, and <laughs> like yeah. you know, like because people are gonna. He goes out there and he's up on the leaderboard on on Thursday and hits a fucking, you know, spectacular flop shot over a bunker on Friday and everyone's forgotten about all this shit. So I agree with you. I mean, the way to get past these things is is either lead into them or just just don't address them and just be out there until people forget. I mean, like we said on here a couple weeks ago, not to cut you off. It's not like I didn't think it was that he said that outrageous of stuff. It wasn't what he said. Like after we said that, I actually kind of started thinking yeah. about it because you know so many people were upset. Um, I think what it was is to to call out the PGA. Yeah, it, at, it was it was for, trying to burn the whole house down. For, right? Yeah, um, it was it was saying what he did about the PGA, but then working with the Saudis at the yeah. same time. You know what I mean? And I mean using the leverage against against the tour. Yeah, is, yeah. Is, no, no, no. I agree. That's a crummy move, but mm-hmm. like whatever. It's it <laughs> like I don't feel bad for the PGA Tour it didn't hurt the PGA Tour. They're a huge entity, so right. it's like I'm not that it's not like he was like punching down and exploiting, you know, some small golf agency or something like that, right? right? We know these guys got more money than Christ. Look at how much goes into putting on a golf tournament. Yeah. So I don't know. It overall just stinks. Um, it's a shame that 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 he's not playing in the Masters. How do you think he recovers from this with the PGA, the fa- hit the fans, like, and his peers? Like I said, it, it'd be playing the Masters, just being Phil out there. Um, I mean, dude, we saw it at the Fortnite. Everyone was at that tournament to watch Phil. Yeah, right. Like that. You know, Rom Hideki are out there. Good players are out there. It's not the the most jam packed f- no. field, but everyone was out there to watch Phil and watch some of Lefty. So I think it's just getting back, going back and playing, owning. I mean, I, again, what's he need to own up to? It's not nothing like I. I don't know. I don't know how he gets back onto the PGA. Right? right, that's for them to work out. But 
uh, to me, it's just getting back to him playing golf and being funny and doing his thing. Yeah. I mean, my, my thought is for it's going to, it'd be easy, easier for him to be back in the good graces of the fans first. I think secondly would be just the PGA. I think the difficult one is going to be with his peers. Yeah. I, th- I think he, I don't know if he needs to apologize to, to any of those entities. I do know that he does have to address his peers in the end, in the end of all this, uh, just to explain himself or, you know, kind of discuss what he was thinking, where his mind was at, if he, where his mind is at now, what he wants to do moving forward. Um, in terms of apologies, you know, uh, I think if, if he was, if there was no, if there was no truth to all these other PGA tour players joining him, all those rumors, mm-hmm. then I think he does need to address his peers and, yeah. and, and, and put it behind him because it seems like most of them are, are pretty upset or at least not upset, but just you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like, what the fuck? It, yeah. Um, but I, I'm more partial to think that they all were part of it and backed out at the last minute. So That's yeah. what it looks like to me. It looks somewhat like, you know, like it, <laughs> it looks like he was it, it, that story came out at the wrong possible time that there could have been players that were willing to make the jump with him. And then once he got caught, everyone's camps were just like, don't you, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when, you know, everyone's about to quit your job and like you're getting ready to go tell your boss to shove it up his ass and like then you're the only person to do it when you were yeah. supposed to have like your three you know the people in your role with you uh, and, and <laughs> yeah and then he's just stuck there with egg on your face looking like an asshole like like phil is now so i completely think that that he he had some people that were going to back him he had you know his soldiers that were going to go with him and i think that the story breaking made them all back out the last minute um just because of the severity of of how the PGA reacted afterwards, yeah, it was kind of like, all right, like you know, they called the meeting, they talked to all the players, and like, what the fuck, you guys are planning on leaving? It's a lifetime ban. Yep, you know, really bringing down the hammer. Um, when do you think he plays again? Uh, the the first Saudi golf league event. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> that, that would be my guess. Uh, I, if I'm a betting man, I'm going to put it on that. Um, I mean, if Tiger has to apologize for what he had to apologize for, that affected neither the tour, neither the yeah. players, neither maybe the fans um, who don't really matter um, in terms of their opinion of a player. But That's the case in point for it, right? Tiger yeah. come back out, start winning tournaments, and it's still everyone loves and adores him. So. Exactly, exactly. So he's going to have to sit down with Jay Monahan. They're gonna have to have a discussion. I think that Jay is gonna make him publicly bend the knee in a in in a in a certain way. I don't think that works out well. I don't think. I mean, if that's the case, I don't see Phil like coming back. I, and to, I don't. He seems like it seems like those two don't particularly like each other. No. Um. And I, I yeah, I don't see Phil doing that myself. Maybe it's like St Andrews or another major or something like that, to where the the the, the tour doesn't. Um, control the field yeah, in that in that's that regard, true. Um, and then you start hearing this stuff about his that he's having money issues. I have no idea what what truth there is of that, just because he's made a ton of money on tour. He's ha- he has endorsements, but there just seems to be a lot of chatter in the background about him having money issues with gambling. There's a guy who is about to come out with a book that uh, 
Phil owed him $2 million at one point in gambling debts between the two of them. And uh, that, but like for Phil, that's like me owing you 200 bucks, right. 2000 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, like it's, 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 I agree. I don't think, I think that shit's all blown out of proportion. That, I, I mean, um, I intend, I, I'm inclined to think that you look at it just off his total golf earnings, not mm-hmm. work days, sponsorships and all the other stuff. Right. You would, I would find it hard pressed to believe that he could gamble away all that money. I'm sure you, you know, there's gamblers out there mm-hmm. that can, but and there's all the stories about you know him when he when he left for Callaway and, and, and right, but I don't think it's that. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't think it's the the money issue. So I don't know. It's like I said, overall, it's very unfortunate. Um, the fans suffer the most from this. But what are we gonna do? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. What was true, what was not, and then how he ends up back on the course because the PGA doesn't necessarily need him, but it's better with him in it. A hundred percent. I mean, just for example, right, we'll segue to what's going on in PGA this week. Mm-hmm. But like Bryson's back, I could, I, quite frankly, I could care less. Yeah. Um, it, that doesn't, you know, it doesn't move the needle for me at all. Not uh, anymore, anyway, just because he hasn't, he won the US Open with his you know, his new distance and all that type of stuff. But that's kind of been it. I mean, he won Arnold Palmer last year in, in a uh, really exciting fashion. But it just kind of seems like, okay, like, you know, you did this to be... To, he had a match with Dick Bland today. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was his first time back. <laughs> I know, I know. But and his, Dude, him and... Uh, I watched some of that today, too. Him and Dick Bland played like shit. <laughs> They're missing, like, three-footers and shit like that. It was... It was crazy. Uh, yeah, they had the, they had the least um, uh, sharp round out of any match uh, that I saw. A total aggregate of shitty shots. Had seen putts. Dick Bland since the U.S. Open yeah. since last last Sunday in June. Speak <laughs> uh, and so speaking of Bryson, I saw I saw him and Dick playing. His first drive goes into a tent behind a water bottle and uh, uh, cords and plugs and shit like that. Lovely. But then there was this ruling that they had. (laughs) This ruling was fucking insane. So there's a lot of water on this course. And so they spray the red line along the water line, right? Yeah. Well, whoever sprayed the lines, there it is. Oh, uh, basically they, I'll just show you here. Basically, what I'm showing right now is there is a ball, and this sprinkler head goes along the red line. Yeah, it goes along the red line, and it's butted up against uh, I forget what they call those, but the water, like they have like the the, yeah, the yeah, wooden the wall, retaining wall, the retaining right. wall, and so they sprayed this line that's touching <laughs> the uh, the sprinkler head, and so you don't get relief because it's touching that red line. So this is Thomas Peters. And so he's got to hit this shot off the sprinkler head. He's got to get the, yeah. And so after this ruling, Bryson landed in the same fucking spot and the PGA came out and said, no, the spirit of that rule, is, um, the, a rules official came out and overruled it. They painted that section green and repainted the red line because the intention was not for that to be in play. Like it was one of the, it was one of the weirder situations. I feel bad for Peters having to go through that. Um, well, and then, but he throttled Hoagie, it looks yeah. like. So that at the end of the day, it didn't matter too much. It didn't matter for him. Uh, 
in in Bryson's shitty match with fucking Dick Bland, it did it did come out to matter. <laughs> he was allowed to to redrop and and play the hole, and he actually did nothing with the opportunity. So the that, ins and outs of various rulings is mm-hmm. so interesting. Um, and you kind of find like, oh, they, there's a lot of like gray gray area in mm-hmm. some of those rules. Um, I mean, we, we saw uh, what was it last week or the week before with um, Berger and Hovland and, and Damon. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, just yeah, had to yeah, figure yeah, it out yeah. amongst themselves. Yes, yep, yep, yep. Uh, on the OB ball. So um, that's interesting. I've never even thought about that or, or anything. I did think it was awesome that they came out. Uh, and God, in this, what, in, what in this sucks yeah, it's a shitty shot, lie, right? Fuck. And it happened multiple times. It happened not just once, but twice. So I did. I did appreciate that they came out and changed it for the spirit, a spirit of the game, because yeah. that's bullshit. You yeah, have a yeah, yeah, head yeah. Right there, the guys have nowhere to go. You know, you're not. You're playing off of grass. You're not playing off a of sprinkler head. So, um, but dude, this this course, I love this course. I love when they come out here and play here because there's a lot of water, but there's a ton of birdies that they're making, so they're hitting great shots. Uh, they have a lot of recognizable holes out here. Yep. Um, it plays, you know, some holes play easy, some uh, holes play difficult. A lot of the guys love playing out there. Gettable holes, yeah. right? Short holes you can drive on in the par five, or not on the par five, the par four, but you can drive that. There's the signature big old bending par five. Yeah. That little par three with all the fescue, I think that's 17. Yes. There's many matches won and lost there. Yeah, it, it's a fun, it's a great tournament to watch. Yeah. Um, they do a great job always putting it in between the after the first week of the NC2A tournament to kind of ride on the bracket yeah. theme too, which is, is smart on their end. But it's a very fun tournament to watch. Um, what are your thoughts on the format overall? Dude, I like it. Like I said, I, yeah. I think I, I like it for – do it like this in particular, right, like when they do, right? Because you're riding the March Madness wave, you know, it's golf bracket, it's all that – so I, I enjoy it. I like the group stage and then the, the you know, elimination rounds on the weekend and, yeah. and then the double final round on, on Sunday. I think I, it, I wouldn't really change it myself. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't change it. I think um, for myself, the the one drawback about, I guess, just this tournament is it seems like the atmosphere at the course isn't quite what you'd think it would be in this format. It just doesn't seem like there's like like rivalries or anything like that. They don't really they don't really position themselves. At least the PGA Tour, with the exception of Brooks and 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 Bryson, they don't really have too many rivalries out there. You yeah, know, maybe maybe Berger and Hovland are rivals now, but you don't really see that happen too much. I think it's tremendous to watch on TV. I don't know what it would quite be like on to to actually to go watch this mainly because a lot of these guys don't finish and play a full 18. I mean, like, Jocko Neiman today got his ass yeah, he beat got by, McNeely. by McNeely. They didn't even play 10 holes. Um, yeah, so, you know, yeah, that's a great point that you can, like, you know, be waiting for so-and-so on hole 16 and their match ends uh, when they're on hole 11. But, I would, you know, if I were watching it, I would probably follow a match if I was there Live, I think that's the right? way to do I it. would go follow a match and then go pick another match, right? Yeah. I um, would just kind of follow the group versus how I do like to watch more so a, a, a stroke play tournament. It's just kind of post up at a good spot on a hole and watch everyone come through. That's a good point. Um, I don't know. I've never been to a live match play event, though. Yeah. So, you know, um, I, I would think group stage, that's how I would do it. And then mm-hmm. elimination rounds, maybe I would 
post up at a hole. Yeah. Or eyeball, you know, a couple holes. Like, hey, I'm going to hang out on the front nine at like five or six. Then mm-hmm. when the last group comes through, I'm going to go shoot over to whatever, somewhere on the back nine and watch them all come through. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, the only real notes I have from watching the tournament today was it looks like DJ is starting to to really like come back into form after essentially taking a, a victory lap last season. Yeah, starting to see it a little bit, hints of it in the players. He hit a 422-yard drive today. I bet him 20-1 to 1 to win this yesterday. It's a damn good bet, especially after watching him play today. And, and dude, I, I got to say... Watching him bomb that drive, 420 yards. Has he has he gone on record and and he's swinging out of his ass into a fucking net? No, he's and, just a freak athlete, dude. I would rather have his long game than Bryson's or anybody so, else's. So for that matter. part of why I bet on him was some I, some golf writer on Twitter was posting videos of him hitting driver out at the practice range on like Sunday. And he was just smoking them. And the dude was like, yeah, he, I think he's hit like 50 balls that have landed within five yards of the same spot. And just, God damn. You know, that big old powerful swing. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, it looked good. It looked like DJ from two years ago, mm-hmm. um, who is, when he's on like that, he's impossible to beat. I don't think, I don't, I, I don't know who else can really compete with him. John Rahm at the top of his game. Yeah. Um, but it's, 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 there's not, he's, He's definitely like you know like there's guys that aren't the most athletic playing golf right but like dude that guy is a a freak athlete freak athlete the way he can keep his posture through the swing yeah it's incredible it really is um he's ranked number eleven in the world right now what do you, what are the odds you think that he make he cracks the top five by the by years in I put it at I put it at minus one fifty yeah I mean I think I think he's gonna <laughs> charge right back he took like I said he took the victory lap he. Spent a lot of time on the water with Paulina, um, kind of picking shows. They got married too, right? They weren't already married. I thought they were just like engaged forever. Oh shit! I thought I thought they I thought they maybe they're married. I'm pretty sure they They got they got some weird. I think his brother got married. Oh okay. Pretty sure his brother got married. Whatever. Um, If if you guys got married, they were partying. That's all you need to know. They they were partying (laughs) a lot, Um, which we all know DJ loves to do. He's also one guy I would really like to like hang out with for an afternoon and find out is he really like that or, is, or does he have everybody eating out of the palm of his hand you know all the media i stuff? think he probably plays it a little bit i think he does i think he's i think that is his demeanor though right but i think he kind of plays it up a little bit too you kind of got to see wise ass dj yeah when he was rider cup all yeah drunk, yeah right? he's all drunk and so i'm just wondering that's like, where i like yeah you know i think i think it is i don't think it's a you know like a total sham and he's like totally putting on but i think right. he just up plays it a little bit more yeah yeah, I think so too, uh, and so I'd like to see if that if that's real, the real him. Um, I mean, that kind of just rolls right into to golf gambling uh, because we haven't, like I said, it's, it's Wednesday. The beautiful part about this is you can you don't have to make your bets. And you advance. got bets every day. You got bets every single bets day. Every day. Um, who you got this week? Uh, so I took DJ to win twenty to one. I was gonna put some bets on um, people to come out of their brackets or. Out of their groups, which was also cool, but I I never ended up doing it. I went two and two today. I had McNeely over Jocko. Um, I just it was just it was a nice payout, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's kind of like like betting on like a UFC fight, right? It's a match play match, so you know you got a fifty percent chance at winning. I have a hard time laying like one fifty juice one four. 
I'd rather just take the underdog and see what happens. Right. Um, so like McNeely was a big underdog to Jocko. I, so I hit on McNeely and Norin. Norin's not playing tomorrow or they don't have a lineup because Paul Casey pulled out after two holes today. Okay. So, uh, and he's got Paul Casey. I think Casey's giving it a go, but they're not going to get risk and hosed or, you know, he, he would be like plus or minus some ungodly number. But I, I was, I was very close to putting Alex Norin as a winner on this thing too. Um, and then I bet Poulter who lost to, uh, Scotty Scheffler, which is a pretty big underdog, but you got to yeah. take Poulter. I'm taking him again tomorrow. He's plus 140. Um, got to take Poulter in match play. And then, uh, or plus 120. And then I took uh, Coke Rack, who lost to Sergio. So I went two and two, got a little extra juice with the McNeely win. Um, and the other guys, I wasn't laying anything. So, uh, and then tomorrow, since I'm touching on him, mm-hmm. I just said Poulter. I'm going back to it. Poulter versus Matty Fitzpatrick, plus 120. Again, he's a match play guy. Um, I like HV3 over Brooks. Um, they're, they, uh, I just, I, I, you know, HV3 is trending well, right. playing well. I think he'll get up. You know, it's he knows it's going to be a, a, a marquee match and get a lot of TV time. So um, I like his chances there. And then uh, I took Kevin Mitchell at even money, plus 100 over Sun JM. Awesome. Keith uh, Mitchell, excuse me. I, I got a, a similar bet with HV3 yep. for the same exact reason. I just think he's trending well. Um, Brooks and the match play format. I haven't really seen him be, you know, he's not dominant. So I, I like I like the odds plus one thirteen. It's been a while since we've seen dominant Brooks. It has. I mean, a do lot we, a lot of we, injuries. Do we see? Do we see it coming? I mean, I don't think he's playing very well at the moment. Um, That's a good question. I mean, he's had a couple of good rounds here and there. Uh, I've seen him make some great shots. I just wonder what the what the if the injuries have just taken their toll. For yeah, because he was kind of in. The waste management. Mm-hmm. He's been in a couple tournaments. He's always kind of faded coming down the stretch here. Um, yeah, it's interesting. You know, we're getting, but we're getting to that point now where been, it's like, is he going to win a major again? Is you know, is, is, has the big time, big money Brooks, big Showtime Brooks kind right. of luster worn off now? Can um, he still say, "Oh, I don't take these other yeah, tournaments serious" yeah. when you're not even winning the majors either? I mean, you're not even contending. Yeah. So. It's been a while since that run he had. Yeah. And his run didn't, I mean, I think he his run ended at the Masters when Tiger won. And that was the last major I remember him having a shot at winning it in the end. Um, I could be totally wrong, but that's just what sticks out in my mind. Um, because he won his four majors prior to that. Yep. Um, and then I also picked, let's see, uh, I took Siwoo Kim. I just watched him play a little bit today, plus 127 over Hatton. Yeah, he, nice. Yeah, he looked good. It's good juice. Um, and I think that I think that he'll be able to handle a shot in the water here and there because and get over it, where Hatton, we all know he's... He's a hothead. He's he, a, he, yeah, he's not meant really for match play. No, he, he's uh, great, by the way. I don't mind his, his hot-headedness because he's fucking hilarious. Hey, just overall, in the last month, we've had a club throw basically every tournament. Someone's yep. hucked a club. Someone hucked one in at the Valspar, too. Um, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, it was I'm, Wolf. Wasn't it Wolf? I think Wolf did it the players when okay. he was shot like thirty over par. Oh, he um, said, yeah, he said it, he said it slipped. Someone someone hit it. Someone had a great club throw at the Valspar. We got it. We got to go. Um, we got to do a a, a review. That, of that's the best a, top a month five club straight tosses. of uh, club throwing. So 
Let's go. Shout out to the Florida Swing for frustrating these guys. Charles Schwarzel. Charles oh. Schwarzel throws club on 15, holes out on 16 at the Valspar Championship. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Triple bogey, club throw hole, followed by a hole out eagle. Incredible. That's the, that's the game of golf in a nutshell right there. Dude, it was a – he went – he went full overhand like crow hop, opened the lead hip and fucking oh hucked that thing. As far as he possibly <laughs> yes, could. Oh yes. my. That's incredible. Um <laughs> uh, well that seems that sounds like a good time to bring up our up and downs then. Um, because you can get you can be down and throw your club in the water and you can be up holing out and hitting a hole in one. Um what do you got? Uh let's see. So for the up, um, dude, up, how about Sam Burns sneaking in there and defending his title for the Valspar? Very nice. He's now won him a nice chunk of money in the past two years, mm-hmm. um, playing some really good golf, and I think he's a guy that you got to kind of talk about that's got a, got a chance to win every tournament, um, and kind of like a sleeper in that upper tier of golfers right now. Yeah. But uh, the dude's won... I think three tournaments in the last year, right? Four, I Four believe. Four tournaments in the last year. Yep. Um, been in contention and a number of tournaments. He blew one tournament too. I can't remember what it was. He blew, he blew a couple, dude. He yeah. blew the Genesis. That's uh, right. He blew. Was it AT and T last he, year? No, I think he lost one, a, a, a playoff a playoff tournament to like Kramer Hickok, right? Something, something. I don't know. He's just been but, in contention, dude. He's been playing great. Um, defended his his title last week, um, and and uh, like I said, kind of a, a guy that slept on on the the new tier and the upper tier of uh, of golfers. I can't really recall someone who's defended their title in a, in a while either. Which is something really tough to yeah, do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he wasn't leading on Sunday, too. He came back from, I want to say, three or four shots. So, um, For my up, I got DJ. You know, I covered that earlier. I just think he's trending in the right direction. I, and I'm hoping for it, too, at the same time. Just because it's more exciting when he's in it. Um, a big-name guy. And I just like the, way, I like the way he plays the game of golf. Yeah. No, it's fun to watch. I love watching, especially when he's got those wedges going, and he just makes the game look so easy. Yep. Little cut drive out there, 300-plus yards, and just wedge. And knockdown wedge in. Yep. Um, and then for my down, I mean, another thing that we covered already, Phil uh, and him not playing. I don't know whose responsibility that is, like who's responsible for him not playing, but I hope to see him play again. Just lick your wounds, get back out there. Um you know, we're all better for it. Yeah. Uh, I got two downs. One, it's not her fault, but Nels, she's missing out on the last, which it's it's no longer called the ANA Inspiration. It's the Chevron Open. But she won't be able to play uh, the final, um, basically, ANA Championship at, at uh, Mission Viejo. Yeah, yeah. She's just recovering and stuff. Okay. Um, but she's not making the first LPGA major of the year. And I would like to I, – I, I still want her to go back there and win that thing from when she got hosed on the uh, water hole two years ago. Um, and then a non-golf down, but in the spirit of March Madness and, and the NCAA tournament, great tournament, great weekend watching basketball. But um, if you bet on basketball and you, you watch a lot of basketball, dear God, the officiating in college hoop is is atrocious. Um Blocks, charge, just just in general, the 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 way they can call fouls. Baylor should have never come, came back in that game. 
Um, they called some very poor fouls. Fuck, Saturday night, uh, Note on the Arkansas Razorbacks had four charges called on him. Like, you can't, I, you can't be calling four charges on someone. Um, Swallow the whistles, fellas. Hopefully do it. Hopefully you hear this before tomorrow, before the Sweet 16 starts. <laughs> Swallow the whistles. Let these kids play um, and let these bets play out. Don't don't start fucking shit up by calling silly fouls and ruining point spreads and all that stuff. So <laughs> I had, let, I had it, a let feeling, it play out. I had a feeling gambling was going to come into it there at the end. Uh, good shit. Um, I think that's it, dude. That's it for this week. Um, probably just get some practice in. Not, I don't have any plans to play this weekend. Yeah, I don't either. I'm gonna try to get get to the range. Um, I'm gonna try to regrip my clubs. I think I'm gonna try to do the same. I'm gonna head down to Golf Mart, South City, try to get that. And I've also, I've also been told I should probably get the my lies bent, adjusted, uh, adjusted, lie angles adjusted. Exactly. So I might get that done too. But cool. Other than that, just practicing, man. Nice. Uh, all right. Well, until then, a little over two weeks out from the Masters, dude. I can't wait. Um, we'll see you next week. Yes, sir. That does it for this episode of the Sandy Pars Podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast content. Join us next week and be sure to follow us on Instagram at Sandy Pars Golf and visit our website, sandypars.com, for a full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer, Ryan Thiessen, and until next time, hit him straight.